The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Um, anything you want to talk about, folks, this afternoon, the lines and the texts are wide open, as we say. I do want to bring you up to date on my campaign or our campaign to um, get the university, university, get the Museum of Guelph to loan the McRae medals to the uh, museum here, the War Museum here in Ottawa. Um, we're still getting, uh, I think even as of yesterday, we're still getting some some texts and, and emails coming in from people supporting the idea. So we're going to wait a couple of more days, and uh, then I'm going to compile all. We have, I would, I would think we've got several dozen, maybe approaching 100 now, <clears throat> which I'm very pleased with, of letters and so forth, supporting the idea. I think that's very strong support. So I'm going to compile that into a proper presentation, and uh, I'm going to present it to the University of Guelph. My idea, and some of you may uh, may disagree with this, you may have a better idea, my idea would be to uh, aim towards having these medals returned to Ottawa for a month or two or perhaps longer uh, in time for November 11th of next year. I think it would be a, a special, you know, hopefully it would have a special presentation at the War Museum. I think it might be an added attraction. I'm even thinking, this is the, I guess the marketer in me, and maybe trying to tie it into some sort of promotion to have um, a, a couple, I don't know, a, a, a trip to uh, John McRae's grave uh, and the Menengate or even Vimy. I don't know. It's just an idea I have. But for the time being, what we're doing is we're, com- we're compiling all of these into a professional presentation, which we will make to the University of Guelph with a very strong argument that it would be in the the national interest to have these uh, mu- these uh, war medals on display here in Ottawa, <clears throat> at least in time for next November 11th. So that's where you are, folks. If anybody has more uh, letters of support, John, where do they send them now? Simple. Please email Lowell, L-O-W-E-L-L, at blasttheradio.com. If you just go to lowellgreen.com, it'll take you right to Lowell's page, and you can send an email right there. But again, Lowell at blasttheradio.com. Craig's already in to say, great idea. Julie says, this is awesome. Peter says, great idea. And Julie says, she's always wanted to go to Vimy. So there you go. Well, I, I just an idea. I, I, I have no it. idea I love how, it. how this would tie in. I mean, it's, I'm going to tell you something. I've dealt with government agencies and bureaucracies before, and I have some news for you, folks. It ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one thing that the average bureaucrat has perfected, and that is stalling. <laughs> um, as I say, anything you want to discuss, folks, lines are wide open. Love to hear from you. Um, plenty of speculation whether whether our good friend Jim Watson should run again as mayor. What do you think? What's, what's your view here? Does Jim Watson deserve another term? And if not, do you have any ideas as to who you would like to see run against him? As we know, there are several members of council that in the past at least have indicated some interest in running against him. I think most of them are always on the left side of the uh, the council chambers, and some of them really far left. But it just seems that that's the way to go with municipal councils. But aside from councillors, or if there is a councillor that you would like to see run and and think that would give Jim Watson a good run for his money, is there anybody you can think outside council? God, it would be so nice to get a fresh face, some fresh ideas, some innovative uh, ideas in council, would it not? 
is there anybody you can think aside from me or John Milky, of course. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can disqualify ourselves here, John. <laughs> uh, first name that comes to my mind, I don't know how you feel about it, Alex Munter. Alex Munter? Yeah. Alex has never He's, been a friend of mine, but... I understand. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it would be an interest. That's an interesting idea. Uh, how about Vern White? Senator Vern White. Now, Ooh. Senator White... Uh, would certainly interest me. Uh, I've had many dealings with Vern, and I always found him to be an, a straight-up guy. Uh, a little bit profane. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever dealt with a public official before that had a better uh, mastery of the, uh, the curse words. Than, than, <laughs> but he, I'm going to tell you, he did a hell of a job. And he, didn't, he called a spade a spade. And he and I worked uh, fairly close together, trying to trying to create some accommodation here for those people, particularly girls, young women, who wanted to uh, free themselves of drugs. We didn't get very far. We didn't get much public support. Far more support uh, for facilities to to give drugs, needles, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in this town than to give them treatment. But that's another story. But Vern White, to me, would be a very strong possibility. I know at one time Vern was interested. Whether he still is, I have no idea. I haven't been in touch with Vern for several years. Would he have but, to uh, give up his seat in the Senate in order to take that role on? I, I would imagine so. Mm -hmm. I would imagine mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, I, I just throw that out as one possibility. It would sure be nice to see a, a leading businessman in this city uh, run. I'll tell you another, another candidate. Um, uh, he was, uh, he was on CFRA for a number of years, um, and is a, a very, very strong businessman as well. You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> you know what? Steve, Steve Madeley? <laughs> well, is, no, Steve wouldn't be interested. I, I know that. Um, good businessman oh though. Oh my God. He, he, well, no, no, Steve, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll get to it later. Something has happened to my mind here right now. Um, was, it a, was it a regular on here? Air hosted? Uh, CKOI for, for years. Uh, oh, CKOI. Oh, my goodness. What what am I talking about here? Oh, I know him as well as my... my oh, your brain ever go flat like that? Every damn uh, day. Live on the radio uh, in front of the entire world. Oh, somebody help me out here. You know who I'm talking about. He did the show... Uh, for, I did the morning show on CKY for a number of years, just replaced by Rob Snow. Uh, my goodness, what's the matter with me here? Okay, all right, let's. Uh, no, but no idea. My. Mark Sutcliffe. Oh. Mark Sutcliffe, of course. I was just emailing with Mark last night. I'm sorry it took me so long to go there. Oh my God, thank you. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Um, he, he's a very good businessman. He has strong connections. Uh, very stable guy, very, very intellectual. I mean, he's, he's, he's a brainy guy, yep. knows his stuff. He knows the city. Uh, I don't know if he's ever expressed any interest in politics, but um, I'll tell you, if Mark Sutcliffe were going to run, uh, he would certainly have me in his corner. But uh, folks, I've thrown out some names here. Uh, took me a little while to drag out the last one. <laughs> you know, I wonder what happens to your brain sometimes. I mean, I, I came on the air knowing very well what I was going to say at any rate. What? Um, but let's get back to Jim Watson. You may feel that he does he does he does warrant an, another term. Uh, aside now, there's no question. I know that many of you are going to, you know, raise the light rail issue, and are going to hold him at least partially responsible. 
I'm not sure how responsible the mayor is for the fiasco that this thing has turned into. Um, there's no question, however. I mean, he is the mayor, and the buck stops at his desk, right? But on, on a scale of, of, let's say, 1 to 10, how would you rate Jim Watson so far? He served this. I think he, he served the town very well for a number of years. I, one of the things I've always said about Jim, I, I wish he was a bit more innovative, and he, he admits that he is not. He's, he's not a visionary. I wish that he was. I think we need somebody who's a little bit more visionary here. But anyhow, those are my thoughts, folks. Bob Shirelli, of course, former mayor, for former regional chair, and more recently, energy minister in the Wynn government. He's expressed interest. Uh, I, I don't think much of Bob's career as a provincial politician. Believe me, he and I clashed on more than once. But I'm going to tell you that as mayor, I think he did a very credible job. Um, uh, I recall, for example, uh, he did stellar work during the ice storm, formed a special committee, uh, worked with me a little bit on the air and Steve Madeley. Uh, so Bob Shirelli is another name that's out there. If you have any other ideas, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you, particularly if you can remember the name that you were talking about. <laughs> it, would, it would be nice. But aside from that, do you think that, that Jim Watson should run again. Do you think he deserves another term here? And as I say, if there's anything else you want to discuss, please, let's hear it. Um, any any comments so far on any of this, John? Let's, lots let's and lots it. and lots. Mike says, uh, CKOY threw me off. He meant 1310. Well, once upon a time, Mike, CKOY was 1310. Their call letters for the last few years have been CIWW, which kind of right. threw, in my threw, in my book, threw me off. And the old timer, it's still 13. I know. I, I still, a lot of people still refer to it as W1310, which is probably, <laughs> what, five or six <laughs> formats ago. But yeah. uh, Here we go. Chrissy says, Watson an eight. Hey, free OC Transpo for December. Agree he could run again. That's all it takes. Hey, Chrissy, free OC Transpo for a month okay uh bob was a neighbor of mine years ago says craig he makes a worse neighbor than a politician <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna just say you better ask him to explain that craig does please not, call the show <laughs> does he does he not mow his lawn or, or does his dog poop on yours what is there it what go. is it Watson needs to go, says Kim. Sherry says, no way. I believe she's referring to Bob Shirelli. No way. Had enough of Bob Shirelli, says Kim. No to Hydro. Bob says Anne. Uh, Bob says, Mark Sutcliffe ran the local election debates. It was obvious he knew much more than most of the candidates. Uh, Craig is uh, also chiming in to say he would vote for Mark. Uh, Ray says, Don Cherry, real mild-mannered. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Totally agree. Mark Sutcliffe says, Richard. Lisa says, a conservative leader. And where are we here? Lisa says, Polyev needs to run federally. Jeff Seaton's name has been put forward by Sherry. Uh, Pierre, uh, this this may come as shocking news to you, but Pierre Polyev did run federally and is now the the finance critic in the O'Toole government. So... Pretty I'm sure, sorry they, to bring pretty, pretty sure they mean for leader, but yeah, I, I get you. Oh, okay, I right. get you. Semantics. Okay, semantics. <laughs> Lowell Green for mayor. There you go. There's your first one, even though you said you not to right. put your name forward. Uh, Walter Robinson's name has just been put forth by Terry. Walter's a, Walter's a good man, yep. Uh, Craig says, it was his barking dog at all hours of the night. When I asked him to take the dog in, he shut the door in my face and on and on and on. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you something. Barking dogs drive me crazy as well. Fortunately, we live out in the country here. We're surrounded by forests and deer and wild turkeys and skunks 
and uh, and raccoons. My my one of the neighbors has a dog, but you know what? These people are very good. They don't, that dog never. I, I think maybe in over a year that they've lived in this house behind us, I've heard the dog maybe once. Um, barking dogs. You know what? This is like bad kids. This is the problem of of bad parenting. If, if you're if you look after a dog that's barking all of the time, that's not the dog's fault. That's your fault. Would you? You're a dog owner. Would you agree on that? Absolutely, wholeheartedly, and I take full responsibility for my dog. And I'm lucky. I'm my last dog and this current dog really don't bark very much. And I've never had a, a neighbor confront me about that. I've had neighbors Good. confront me about my Christmas lights. Apparently, my Christmas lights are very offensive. <laughs> my dog, on the other hand, no problem. <laughs> Uh, any more? Any because I have I have another uh, topic here. Um, any, any more comments on, yep. on Watson? Vern White for mayor and Barb says my Loki is not a barker, but I don't tolerate barking all the time. Uh, we've got an email in here that has nothing to do with the mayoral question. Do you want to go to it anyway, or move on to something else here? Let, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. as a, as a dog owner, no, I've I've owned dogs over the years. And I must confess, on one occasion, I did have a dog that barked, and I, I should have done something about it. I'm guilty. But how, how do you stop a dog from barking? Some breeds are much more prone to barking than others. Those little chihuahua things, the little wiener dogs, <laughs> yes. it seems to me they're constant barkers. They are. Like, what, what do you do? You just, I don't know, shoot them or what? <laughs> no. No, there's, isn't there a no, collar? No, that's not that's, the answer at all. No? No. Isn't there a collar, though, that, that shocks them if they bark that you can apply? Maybe someone has an answer on that. Yeah, but there's a lot of lot of humanitarians or animal rights activists will say that that's not very kind to the dog. I mean, you just you got to work with the dog. you got to learn the dog's behavior. The hell with the dog. If the dog is keeping me or the neighbors awake, I mean, why be kind to the How about being kind to the neighbors? Oh, by the way, someone I just see flashed up, Carol Ann Meehan for mayor. Yep. Let me tell you something, that Carol Ann is one of the very few conservatives. I don't know if she's a member of the conservative party, but she is a conservative thinker, which is one of the reasons why she got cut from CJOH. I know this for a fact. Um, <clears throat> CJOH just, you know, there's no way they wanted any conservative. They didn't want Rob Snow. They didn't want Lowell Green. They didn't want Steve Maley, and they didn't want Carol Ann Meehan. No room for conservatives uh, on CTV. Um, someone, Craig, Craig Armstrong says, I had a German shepherd, extremely well trained. Um, yeah, how, yeah, the, I, you can train them, but I, I just wonder how you train them not to bark, if anybody has any ideas. You gotta, again, um, you got to learn the behavior of the dog, and every single dog and breed is different, and you work with it. Ken, by the way, says, my dad has a bark collar for his dog, and the dog learns pretty fast. <laughs> My, uh, I must tell you that my daughter raises champion uh, uh, dogs. Oh my God! Here, my mind is gone again. Uh, boxers, oh, champion yeah. boxers. Nice. And and my brother, she raises them. With, my brother has some of the Canada's finest boxers, and my daughter raises some as well. She put one of those electric fences around, and. Uh, that didn't work. The dog just jumped over it. They, they, I think the dog got shocked once, and uh, that was pretty well it. They just jumped. So she had to put a proper fence, no question. Um, my, an, another topic, but first, uh, a word here for Shields. Um, folks, if you're in the market for appliances of any kinds, please let me recommend Shields in Packenham. Now, I know I still have people, who have new, we have new listeners every single day to this program, and I, I'm still getting people saying, well, Packenham, I mean, 
Isn't it just a little town? Yeah, it's a, it's a little town, a cute little town, no question. But Shields has been there since 1947. And there's, the storefront is, is, is smaller, although they have a very good display of appliances there, no question. But they have a huge warehouse. That's the secret. Back off the street. Big warehouse, almost all of the appliances you could possibly want, all of the brands, all of the price ranges, colors, styles, whatever. It's there. It's in stock. It very, very rarely, you're very, very rarely will you, will you be able to order something that they don't have right there in stock. So which means no long delays like you will sometimes get with the big box stores. They'll be able to deliver right away. But the pri people are very concerned and rightly so about price. Check the prices. Go to the website. Check the price that you can get, even some of the sale prices from some of the big box stores. And you will see, hey, they're, they're, they're not dumb at Shields. They know the, the prices, the sale prices. They are very, very competitive. And being in Pakenham, their costs are a little bit lower, okay? Shields.ca. Believe me, folks, at least if you're in the market for appliances of any kind, at least check them out. Give them a shot. You'll be very, very surprised. Um, I have another topic here. I raised this issue before. I... I'm, I'm beginning to give up on, on Aaron O'Toole. I, for the life of me, I don't understand why he is allowing himself and in the process, the Conservative Party of Canada to be dragged through the mud over this vaccination issue. This is such a simple thing. This is an item that simply requires strong, determined leadership. I have said this before, I'll say it again. For God's sake, Mr. O'Toole, get your caucus in line. Apparently, you have some members who have not been vaccinated. Why anybody would vote for somebody so dumb as not to be vaccinated, I have no idea. But apparently, some people did. But you know what? If, if, if already, I mean, we know that if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to be allowed into the House of Commons. So if they're not going to be allowed into the House of Commons to represent their constituents, how the hell, Mr. Tulo, can you allow them in the party? If they can't serve their constituents properly in the House, then how can you allow them in the party? All you have to do is say, look, if you're going to be a member of the, of the Conservative Party caucus, you've got to be vaccinated. Sorry, it may offend some sensibility. You may be afraid of needles. Tough titty. All right. Well, I, I'm sure he won't use those phrases, but, you know, you know, I just don't understand it. And of course, there there we go. Trudeau again, drag poking fun at him. And I mean, he, he looks weak. He looks sorry. He looks stupid on this. I mean, this is such a simple issue. Get freaking vaccinated or take a hike. Simple as that. I mean, you know, hospitals are doing it. Healthcare, we're, you know, we're doing it here. We're doing it at the museum. We're doing it at ball games. We're doing it at hockey games. Get vaccinated or you can't get in. Well, why can't he say to the conservative, get vaccinated or get out of the conservative party or out of the caucus? <coughs> that's that's my point of view. He's He's dragging the party down needlessly. There are so many other vital issues that should be debated right now that should be foremost. 
the whole the whole issue of carbon tax. I mean, the Conservative Party should be pounding away. No carbon tax. We will cut the carbon tax. It's not doing anything except penalizing people. This cost of living is soaring, and one of the reasons is the carbon tax. Instead of being bogged down in, in debates about a few members being vaccinated, attack the carbon tax. They're, they're, this is where the liberals are weak, for God's sake. This is The carbon tax makes no sense, and most people know it. Attack the carbon. Attack the high cost of living. Instead of that, what we're doing, we're dragged through here because four or five members of the Conservative Party aren't vaccinated. Jumpin' Jehoshaphats. Hey, Barry, you're on the phone. Go ahead, please. Today, Law. Yes, sir. I agree with you about the Conservatives and Aaron O'Toole and the vaccinations, but I also wanted to mention, I sent a text in, but uh, it was pretty lengthy, and it was just about the uh, Conservative senator that uh, went uh, went on public media to complain about Aaron O'Toole, and then Michelle Rempel had to go on YouTube today to, to uh, sort of explain to her, you know, the the problems she caused by doing that. And it just, uh, to me, uh, stuff like that should be talked about within the party and the caucus and not over public airwaves and public media like that. And it just sort of reminds me of Donald Trump and all his tweets and how he raised dissension and stuff like that amongst the public with his tweets. And I just uh, almost feel like uh, politicians should be banned from uh, tweeting or YouTube or anything like that because... Uh, if they're not going to take up uh, party problems within the party and just make it public, then that makes people, uh, you know, angry or dissatisfied, don't want to listen to all that bickering and fighting. And it's just turning people off of the conservatives and maybe setting them over to vote for NDP or liberals. Well, I'm and saying that, but, 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 but Barry, lay the responsibility where it rests right on the shoulders of Aaron O'Toole. I mean, I, I agree with you. This is what Senator Batters uh, started a petition, et cetera, et cetera. But none of the, but, but I mean, this, this is going to be ongoing. This, this, I'm going to tell you something, Barry. I firmly believe, and I, I, there are facts to back this up, firmly believe that this whole issue of caucus members not being vaccinated cost the conservatives the election. O'Toole, by vacillating on this, being weak on this, displayed a, a side of him that a lot of people didn't like. They, he appeared to be weak. He didn't appear to be to be uh, you know tough enough on his own people. And I, the whole issue is dragging the party down. I, I repeat, Barry, there are so many other important issues. The carbon tax, the interest rates are soon going to start going up again. The cost of living is soaring. People, do you read this, the, the reports from the food banks around the country? Food bank consumption in some, some cities has tripled from just a year ago. People are starting to suffer. We're suffering. People are starting to suffer. They can't afford to heat their home and put food on the table at the same time. The, you know, the money marts, the loan you money at about 20% interest, they're thriving. But people are beginning to suffer. And what are we talking about? Four or five members of a bloody political party not getting vaccinated. Damn it. Get on the real issues here. Get on the carbon tax. Get on rising interest rates. Get on soaring cost of living. Get on these issues that are important. And instead of that, it is so, you know what, Barry? It is so freaking stupid that it just makes you want to open your wrists. Oh, well, I don't go that far for a politician or political party, Lowell, but I just wanted to say I agree with you there 100% and that, 
you know, it's just dragging things on and uh, there's more important things and issues. Oh, and God. Doesn't, doesn't help, it, it doesn't help when uh, Trudeau keeps the Parliament out of the House until almost the end of November. And then they're yeah, but Wally, I mean, yeah, but that, that's fine. He, he's, Parliament doesn't come back till the 22nd. But in the meantime, Trudeau is pounding away at O'Toole on what? This issue. This, I mean, yeah. he just keeps pounding away. And he's laughing. You know what? Trudeau right now and the liberals are laughing. They're laughing at O'Toole and the conservatives. This is time that this stopped. Thanks for calling, Barry. Good for you, sir. Thank you. Um, any other uh, texts coming in on any of this? Anybody else is upset about this as me? Surely to God there are more important issues than a, a freaking small number of conservatives who are so stupid they won't get a jab. My God. Wasn't he military? I mean, if he, if he, if he, if oh, this was, yes, he was. If this yes. was his decision-making process in the military, there'd be no hope for our forces. Come on, jeez, jeez, shit, or get mean, off the pot. You know, yeah, pooper, get off the pot. Oh, I, I'm sorry. But, yes. <laughs> shit, well, whatever. But I mean, do they not realize that people are beginning to suffer out there? Okay. I mean, when when you look at the cost of food increasing 10, 15, 20 percent. Where do you, and, and, and I'm going to tell you something. The salaries, aside from very few, have not risen anywhere near to that degree. And it's only going to get worse. The cost of living is skyrocketing. And are we talking, is, is, is O'Toole raising this? Are the conservatives pounding away on this? No, they're still dragged down because four or five members won't get vaccinated. It is so stupid. It is stupid. It is, stu it is concentrated stupidity. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. The floods we're seeing in BC. Roads yeah. completely washed out. You cannot currently drive from anywhere in Canada and get to Vancouver. That's how, right. How is that going to impact the supply chain? God knows. Right. But I mean, you know, where 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 are the concern? Why why are they are they talking about the supply chain? Are they are they making any No. No. It, it's all about four or five members not getting by. I mean, it's I, you know what? You just at, when something like this happens, you really begin to wonder whether whether there's a lack of IQ here, whether the guy just doesn't. Maybe it's not the cojones that he's lacking. Maybe it's the freaking brain. I don't know. I'm sorry. I know I'm damaging the party here myself, but I'm I'm fed up. And you know what? I, I'm not alone in this by any stretch of the imagination. No, you're not. Here's, I, here's a comment from Chris. He says, I was a registered Conservative Party member. I cut my card when Shear was elected leader, and O'Toole has done nothing to win me back. Aaron is looking to appease the far right and not represent Canada at large. You're spot on about the vaccinations. We get them for measles and mumps and the rest. This is simple. 100% with you, Lowell, and it's a total waste of Conservative time and resources. That's Chris on Facebook. Thank you. Can we please get some members of Parliament to address the real issues here. People are beginning to suffer. Use of food banks double and treble in some communities, including here in Ottawa. This is a danger sign. This is the canary in the coal mine, folks. Cost of living is skyrocketing. Cost of living is going to continue to skyrocket. Carbon tax goes up again next April. And some of the carbon tax charges are just now beginning to reflect at the food counter. I went through the issue yesterday about how farmers having to pay four and five thousand dollars a month to dry their grain, how that that affects the food chain almost everywhere. It's not just as I said yesterday, if, if you've got to pay five thousand dollars a month for carbon tax just to dry your grain, that means that the price of grain has got to go up. Well, it's not just bread, pastas, 
grain is fed to cattle. It's one of the reasons why why beef is so expensive. Uh, it's fed to dairy cows. That's one of the reasons why the cost of milk is going to have to go up. It's fed to chickens. The cost of chickens are going up. Cost of eggs is going up. I, I, and I, John, even I, I mentioned yesterday that grain is part of of pet food. Has pet food started to go up yet? Yes. Well, that's one of the reasons. You know, I, I keep trying to say, hey, if you're going to charge a farmer $5,000 a month to dry his grain, that cost has got to be passed along. And it's not just in the cost of pies and bakes and buns. It, it, grain is fed almost everywhere, all right? Fed, I, 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 anyway, I've gone through this. All I'm asking, not give peace a chance, although that's a good idea, just address the real problems here. The real problem is not four or five caucus members not vaccinated. The problem is soaring cost of living, carbon tax, and and the supply chain, the whole... Please, 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 Mr. O'Toole, please take control of your caucus. Run a proper party here. Look like a leader. Be a leader. Thank you. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.